With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Good News with Angie Austin. Now, with the good news, here's Angie. Angie Austin here with the good news, along with my weekly guests, two of my favorites, Michelle Ron and Beatrice Bruno. And you may have heard last week, Beatrice Bruno, you know, she was a drill sergeant and she's been walking her eight miles. I was going to meet you last week, Beatrice, and I'm still going to, but you were a little bit under the weather. Are you feeling better? Yes, much better. That cold came through. I couldn't even see my grandbaby last week. Oh, so you're yeah. still doing your, you're back to doing your eight miles a day? I'm getting ready to get back to it, yes. All right. Well, I'll be joining you. Maybe I should catch you on the heels of this illness so I can keep up with you. (laughs) (laughs) That might be a good idea. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I figured I was like, well, my legs are a lot shorter than hers. And she, you know, walks eight miles a day. So like, well, sometimes I'll let you lap me, you know, like I'll (laughs) I'll take a rest lap or something. All right. Michelle (laughs) Ron also joins us every week. And she has a word of the week. So we'll start there, Michelle, because you always have a little lesson for us, which I love. It's a surprise. I don't even know the word. (laughs) It's always a surprise to me, too. So I just I look for them. But this today, the word is propensity. I'll say it again. Propensity. And I know this sounds like a huge word and surely not one that I use often. My um, mom was a secretary and a bookkeeper, and she was so good with words. And one of our favorite games that she and I played was Scrabble, which means that she was very clever in teaching me words. So propensity means a natural tendency to behave in a certain way. In other words, we lean towards something, and many times it's out of habit. We tend to do something in a certain way. And recently, I was reading an incredible devotional by Michelle Couchat, and the the devotional is called I Am. It's fabulous. And anyway, one of her sentences was, was the following, I know my propensity is to get busy. And aren't we in the season to jump full throttle into leaning to try and accomplish a bazillion things that have to be done? Boy, I know I'm guilty. I have the propensity to not say the word no and agree to take on a project which has to be finished in two or three days or at least by Christmas. So this time, this season, I'm going to try, try and focus on the reason for the season and our Savior is born. Something really good that comes from my being in my last quarter of my life is that I'm pretty darn good at knowing what my priorities are. And because I do operate slower than I used to move, I need to pick and choose what activities I'm going to do. And my propensity of my younger self would be to schedule two or three activity or activities or events in a day, which pretty much came a habit. And I did it. I did it well. But now I know I don't function well to do that. And I want to pick one thing that I can concentrate. But perhaps some of you that are listening 
may want to join me and actually slow down a bit, no matter what your age, with the goal of focusing on our Jesus, asking him what is his will for our life today. Help us to respond to whoever he places in our life. Listen to who, comfort who. He is the reason. And may we have the propensity to respond to him. So let's think about that. Ta-da! <laughs> All right, Beatrice, I want to hear your response, but I want to say one thing. I know Michelle Couchat. I met her, and she's been on the show several times. Oh, she raised good. her own children and then adopted, I, it was three kids. I don't remember if it was th- triplets or just three, I mean, but little, little, right. little right. ones. So she had to start from scratch. Like, she'd gotten the cool car, you know, after the kids grew up. She had, she got rid of all the booster seats. She didn't have any playpen. She had nothing, mm-hmm. right? And then she started mm-hmm. off again with three little ones. So... I could see her being one that gets busy because I it's I believe she raised three and then adopted three. So she really uh, has kept her life uh, moving and busy. Uh, and then cancer, cancer entered. Oh, how could I forget throttle. that? Like more than yes. once, right? Full throttle into her life, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Yeah, she's a neat lady. All right, Beatrice Bruno, what do you think about propensity? How did that hit you? You know, it's amazing how God brings things together um, and he he puts everything into a nutshell and says, "Okay, this is what the nut is going to look like. This is what it's going to be like. Um, Last week when I started feeling ill, um, it was, I think, Monday evening and into Tuesday and Tuesday I had a scratchy throat and all this stuff. And then I, I just started feeling really, really bad. And the sicker I got, God started dealing with me. On I love it when break. you say that, by the way. She always says, he started dealing with me. He started dealing with me, girl, because <laughs> he was he was dealing with me on taking a break. Mm-hmm. Well, what does God do? Okay, because, see, I'm the type of person that will do so much for everybody else. Yeah. But when it comes time for me to do stuff for Beatrice, then Beatrice has no more energy. She has no more get up and go because the get up and go has got up and gone. And, and she's just, you know, she's lost everything that she's supposed to be using for herself. Well, that um, Tuesday or Wednesday, one of my, I have three ghostwriting, well, two ghostwriting clients. And one of them wrote me and said, hey, look, um, I I had a nervous breakdown several years ago. And since then, anytime I get overwhelmed, it just overpowers me. And can you slow down? Because I had already sent her 10 um, chapters of her project so that she could answer the questions that I had and all this stuff. And she said, can you please slow down? Because this is overwhelming me. And she said, "Uh, maybe we can start back up at the beginning of the year. That was client number one. Client number Mm -hmm. two texted me and said, can we have a face? Uh, can we have a meeting soon? And I said, can I call you right now? She said, yes, ma'am. And I called her and she said, well, look, uh, can we have a meeting uh, around the beginning of the year? <laughs> and I said, okay. And then another right. client called me. I'm, I'm editing her book. And she said, um, I, I've been looking at my finances. And she said, I know I was supposed to start paying you in December so that you can get started by February on my project. And, but my finances don't look right. And I'll contact you um, later on in 2023. And I'm like, <laughs> OK, God, what are you doing? And then okay. somebody I, I was talking to somebody because I told them I was sick and, and they called me and say, are you OK? Do you need anything? I said, I don't need anything. They said. You know, this may be a time for you to just sit back and journal and and just, you know, go to go into what God is telling you to do for such a time as this. And I'm like, 
God, what are you doing? Well, yesterday morning I was reading this um, Bible study and it was talking about the lobster and what happens when a yes. lobster sheds its yes. shell. Okay, see, Michelle knows wh- which way I'm going with oh, this. Oh, we're reading when a the lobster, same one. Yes, oh, okay, when a lobster goes into shedding its shell, it goes to the very bottom of the ocean, it disappears. Okay, and gets under a rock. Now that reference to a rock, whose rock do whose rock are we under? We're under the rock of Jesus Christ. And God was showing me, He said, You need to disappear for a time and just get under the rock. Because now is the time for me to rebuild and restructure everything for the drill sergeant of life. I can't concentrate on so much of everybody else's stuff. I've got to get into that place of being in the Lord. So when you talk about the propensity to that propensity means that we have to stay in that place in the Lord so that we can get everything that he wants to give us for such a time as this, so that we can complete every assignment, every task, every mission that he is given to us so that we don't use it on everybody else, everybody else's stuff, but we use it on what God has said for us to do. And we got to be on purpose with that. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And isn't it great how he has paired us up with our message today? I just think it's wonderful. And I want to add one thing, because we as women do take on other things easily, but we do not take care of ourselves, which is the reason that heart disease is the number one killer for women above all else. And I just think it's that's why we we take care of everyone so yes. well, but not yes. ourselves. I yes. just talked to Dr. Royson about the um, number one day for heart attacks is Christmas Day, he says. Right. And wow. that um, we need to take care of ourselves and talk to our family about keeping stress low, that it doesn't have to be a stressful day. It's a joy-filled day. Uh, you know, keep your eye on the prize, the reason for the season, Jesus. The eye on the prize is Jesus. And mm-hmm. so, right. um, and to keep that stress down and, you know, to still take your aspirin that you take or whatever medication you take yep. or whatever exercise mm-hmm. you like to do. Just try to stay as normal as you can or plan yes. it out that that's your day off from exercise, but try to stay as consistent as you can prior to Christmas. I was shocked when he said that. It, it was a big study that oh. just came out about uh, mm. heart disease in the holidays and heart attacks right. in the holidays. Wow. Right. Wow. And see, this morning, um, during my, I guess it was during my quiet time, and I was writing in my journal, and this is what I wrote. I wrote, Father, I repent for not believing you, for not believing in what you put in me, for following others instead of following you, for taking so long to get back to my purpose. Mm -hmm. Please forgive me. Please help me to move forward in this season as never before. I love you with all my heart. And I had to do that because... Now that I'm getting back to the drill sergeant of life and what the purpose is of the drill sergeant of life, because Angie, y'all remember, I used to be out there speaking all the time as Uh the drill sergeant of life. And I know that times have changed with the pandemic and what have you. But but it's it's getting back to normal. Yes, it is. And I have to get back out there as the drill sergeant of life because God called me that when I was coming back from New York on Amtrak. And as I stepped down into the station in Denver, Colorado, off the Amtrak train, He said to me, he said, you are the drill sergeant of life. And from that moment, he had me going out. I know y'all remember Joe Saber and and others of his ilk. And I had to go out and I was speaking all over Denver. And I've got to get back to that now. And it took me so long because I've been doing what everybody else wants me to do. And so I had a propensity for doing everything that everybody else wanted wanted me to do, but not doing what God said for me to do. 
Good Woo. job. I, yeah. I, I was just, first of all, I, I, I spoke with you one day when you were back in Virginia and I said, you know, you know, are this is where your circle is. This is where your your clan is, your tribe. Like, if you're mm-hmm. going to relaunch yourself, wouldn't this be a great place to go? And you're just like, I'm waiting for direction from God. But, you know, selfishly, yeah. of course, I wanted you to come back. And then mm-hmm. when you, like, within a couple of weeks, I learned you were coming back. I'm like, I was just, like, thankful for God uh, to, for listening to me. amen 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 well he's showing me that i had to come back here to dive all the way to the bottom of the ocean and get under the rock and the rock is him all right i love you both so much i it's such a joy for me to be able to interview both of you get such a kick out of it um give us your websites because you're both speakers go ahead beatrice you first drill sergeant of life.com and I know michellearon.com. Am I right there, michellearon.com? Yes, ma'am. That's it. Thank you. And I want to give one more website to you, um, ymcarockies.org. You know, we go up there a lot on our holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas. I interviewed my aunt, who is almost 80, and I interviewed her about uh, Thanksgiving memories from childhood. And she said, well, I have to tell you, one of my best memories of Thanksgiving ever is 2017. You took me up to YMCA the Rockies with the family. And, you know, <laughs> and I watched the kids rock climb, and we did this, and we had great meals, and we had a cabin, and we had a fireplace, and I got uh, to get in the swimming pool, and uh, she loved it. So I thought, well, that used to be our thing when the kids were younger to take the relatives when they were visiting so we're going up for new yeah. years and we got a cabin oh, and I, i'm bringing my brother who just lost his uh wife and he said he wanted to come you know he used to always spend christmas with us with his kids but they're hmm. you know grown and they're not available and so we asked if he could come back and we're going to ymca the rockies so uh check Thank it out it's, wonderful it's very reasonable if you want a lodge room cabins are a little more but uh, i mean you can get a, a lodge room for just over a hundred dollars a night and you can get you know five six people in a room they've got it set up really nice so ymcarockies.org i love you both and if you have any questions love me, you angieaustin.org all right ladies can't wait till our next interview amen god bless y'all love you. you have a good week bye-bye bye friends colorado springs is listening to the mighty 670 klt ARC Thrift directly supports people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. ARC Thrift is a place for everyone. No matter who you are, you can always count on feeling welcome at ARC. And there's something for everyone. ARC Thrift provides an accepting and empowering space for people with disabilities in every store. And by keeping their prices reasonable, their merchandise stays accessible to everyone in your community, not just the select few. It is possible for ARC to fund initiatives for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities year-round because of shoppers like you. Thrifting is a great way to save. And with ARC, you are also showing support for those who are differently abled in your local community. With 31 locations, there's bound to be one in your neighborhood. Visit arcthrift.com. That's A-R-C thrift.com for directions, store hours, and the latest sales. Hey friend, Angie Austin here. Welcome to the good news. Well, do you think it's time for an equal pay day? In other words, should men and women with the same education, same skills, same level of experience get offered equal salaries? Well, today we are talking about closing the gender pay gap. Uh, Charlene Charisma, wealth management advisor for one of our favorite uh, area we get experts from, Northwestern Mutual, is joining us. Thank you so much for joining us, Charlene. Thank you so much for having me. 
I've had a lot of uh, experts from Northwestern Mutual lately, and I've really enjoyed learning more but uh, about, you know, investing, et cetera, saving for the future, providing for my family. But this is kind of a sticking point, a, a pet peeve of mine. So uh, I've got lots of questions for you because I understand that you can help us uh, with some tangible steps that we can take yes. to ensure that we're getting paid what we're worth. I'm very interested. In I worked as a news anchor for many years, and so I, I and weather, weather woman, and I, I okay. would venture to say I was the lowest paid of the team um, probably uh, in every, like I probably made a third of the anchor I sat next to, um, and we both had been there about 10 years. So yes, this is a difficult topic for me. <laughs> Infuriating, right? And I know that this is a good news program, and we're like, oh gosh, doom and gloom. But I promise there's things that we can do. Okay, let's get started. What do we do? <laughs> well, first, I think let's identify just what the gender pay gap is um, if individuals don't know what that is. Um, and it basically is the difference between the median hourly earnings for men and women who work, again, similar positions, um, either full time or part time. And according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, women made 83 cents to every dollar that men earned in 2021. Um, and I want to emphasize that that's white women. <laughs> the gender pay gap actually grows when we're talking about um, people of color and indigenous populations. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, and I don't have the um, statistics as far as dollar amounts specifically off the top of my head, but um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the equity pay day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell us more. So the equity yeah, the equity payday is if um, how long does a woman have to work throughout the year to, to make the same amount as what a man would start day one of the calendar year. Okay. And uh, for, for white women, it's April. Uh, for black women, it's August. For Latina and um, indigenous people, it's November. Really? So, so think about that. A, a, a Latina um, or indigenous individual, um, a woman, needs to work almost a year. To make the same as a man. Wow. A year extra. A year extra. Yeah. Oh. 11 months. Yeah. So they're so, looking um, at like half, uh, at around half of what, just just above half of what men make in that particular category, which again, I mean, I know people are, pay- one time I have to tell you this, Charlene, I might get a kick yeah. out of it. Please. The union in Los Angeles, when I worked for NBC, accidentally uh, uh, mailed out all the salaries to the union members. So that means all the on-air talent that was in the union, which I think it was sag after or something to the, that effect. Anyway, so it was a list, literally, of every single person's name at our station and how much they made. Well, of course, people were infuriated because they were like, well, why is so-and-so making this much? Why, why aren't I making this? And oh my gosh, that guy makes that much? And so then other stations started using it. And they all used it as like a negotiating tool because normally we're kind of left in the dark, right? It's just gossip and maybe one agent tells another agent how much he got for the person or blah, blah, blah. But that really set like the newsroom on fire because we saw the inequity in the pay. Yeah. Well, and that's ultimately, you know, and I think that just because the cards are stacked against us doesn't mean that we can't help you become a better poker player. So um, there are a few things that we that, that that can be done. So the first thing you kind of even said that. So that was accidental information that came that came across your desk. And then you were just like, oh, gosh, I could do something with this. Like that is unfair. So it really first thing is research what com- what competitive salaries should be. Um, and so, you know, you can go to Glassdoor or Payscale, you know, start talking to your peers as you did once you had this information that became gossip. But outside of just having it be gossip, really start seeing what is it that you're making? What is the education? How did you get there? Um, and so 
start learning from people within your industry and within your field. Um, start creating um, advocates for you and then also advocate for yourself. Um, so, you know, if it's been a while since your last salary increase or promotion, or if you've taken on new responsibilities that go above and beyond your current title, don't hesitate to remind your manager that you'd love to initiate a conversation about how you can be compensated for your efforts. Um, I think that many women wait and expect that people will just notice our hard work. Yes. And then they're like, oh, she's doing a great job. Let's give her a raise. Um, that's not how it works. Yeah. So, I think it's important to initiate those conversations and say, this is what I want to be making. What do I have to do to get there? And then do those things. But it's important to document it. So if they're like, hey, you have to increase sales by 15% in order for these numbers to make sense, then go do that. And then come back and say, hey, you said I had to increase sales by 15%. I actually increased them 18%. So let's talk about that pay rate. That's a great um, idea. That that is a great idea to see get make it tangible what they want from you. Write it down, then go do it, and then come back respectfully with you know what you have done. And I was just uh, I just was sitting at some I don't know kids sports meeting, um, and a guy was in HR, and he said so many people that they that leave his company, it's huge, come back um, and want to get back in the door. And so when he hears people thinking about leaving, uh, he says, hey, I want you to see this stack on my desk. These are people who used to work here who want to get back in. There's lots of opportunities here. You can look at other positions or we can talk about what we might be able to do to make you happy and have you stay. But I feel like a lot of people just start looking or they're irritated, right? They work themselves up into a lather. They're irritated that they're not being appreciated. And let's be honest, like who's appreciated, right? I mean, it's rare to get a job where you're like, really feel like, oh, they love me, you know? So, right? So, I mean, I don't think uh, I, I've never had it. I was like, I hope my employees feel that way. <laughs> well, you know, I think there are some exceptions to that. I, I've had a couple of really great female bosses that like, I would like yeah. lay on a train track for them. You know what I mean? Like almost, but um, well, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, well, and I think that that's the other piece of it is, so I'm a small business owner. So yes, I work with Northwestern Mutual, but I'm, I'm self-employed. So I have um, two and a half employees. I'm in the process of hiring another. And I'm in the process of researching because, you know, as a small business owner, I've always hired what I could afford, not necessarily right. what I need, and then stair-stepped more compensation into that, you know? Oh, nice. Um, and so, but, you know, there's some things that it's like, as a small business owner, I might not be able to, like... It's again, as a startup, it's like there's more money to come. Help me build it. Right. But you still do have to make sure that people feel valued, for example. So um, sometimes I'll do bonuses because maybe I can't consistently pay that every single year, depending on where business is. But I can do an on the spot bonus. And that's something that I think that people can ask for as well as maybe it's not in the budget to get a raise. And maybe that's a real factor in this business. Right. But is there something that you know, maybe there's a, maybe you can look at a bonus structure that if there's certain metrics that are hit from a profitability of the business, could, could you share in the wealth in that? The other thing that I do. That's another great idea. You, you do have really good tangible ideas. I like, I like this because I, I, I mean, I think I'm pretty well versed in this area, but I wouldn't have thought of that. Or like sometimes it's tied to ratings or maybe I would get more money for my clothing allowance. Like let's say I'd get 10 grand mm-hmm. for my clothing allowance. Well, that's a $10,000 raise to me because I'm spending money on clothes anyway, right? Okay, what else? Right. Oh, so another thing that I've done um, is look at the total comp package. So um, it's not just about salary. Do they offer health insurance? You know, I pay my employees student loans. 
Um, you know, there's, there's things that you can do above and beyond that's still going to help your personal cash flow. And I think that retirement is a big piece of that. So if women are making, let's say, 83%, 83 cents on the dollar, right? So 83% is what they're, they're making to um, a man's income. That means that they're also contributing less to their retirement and their employer typically is, is contributing less to their retirement. So I think looking at, are there other things that they can offer um, above and beyond? Can they help with childcare costs? Um, you know, uh, can they help with future continuing education? So it's like, maybe, Maybe they need uh, the employer, um, you don't have necessarily the skills yet to be able to get that extra job, that extra promotion, and that employer really does need that skill set. Can they pay for that training for you? So then you do have that. And then it's kind of a win-win situation for the employer and the employee. You know, my son just took, he's 17. He has his own business he's run since he was 13, but he wanted to add some extra income. So he took a job at Target. And so here's okay. the interesting thing about that is I started researching. They pay a pretty nice chunk of change towards towards education. And um, you can get into really great universities by taking some of their online classes. So even if you're not near Purdue, you can take classes through Purdue or whatever, right? And so like to me, that's a, that's a $5,000 bonus right there because that's how much they get for their under grad a year and plus books and other things. And so like you said, to look into those other perks that that are part of the compensation that you might be able to take advantage of, free gym memberships. I mean, a lot of times the um, the benefits package has some really cool little add-ons. Oh, definitely. And I think that, again, look at the whole entire compensation package and then start, you know, pushing around the edges of that. And, you know, and I think the other piece of it is really know your worth and believe that. So, you know, I think that the research is going to be really important, but then you need to then know your value. And um, just a, a quick story. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm self-employed, so I'm going to be negotiating my own salary typically, right? Because um, I pay myself. Right. Um, but um, I've actually started um, speaking at different offices about um, women and money and just growing your business in general. And um I had pretty much been speaking for free just to get my name out of there, out there. And then an office in our, in the East coast said like, Hey, we'd love to fly you out to our office where you can speak on women's international day. And they said, you know, what's your fee? Well, I never really thought about that. And because we've been in this virtual environment, and I've been speaking virtually. I was just so excited. I think that they were going to pay me to come out to the East coast and they were going to pay me in general. So I just went um, 25 and she said thousand. And I said, no hundred. And she went, Oh, Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's fine. That's easy. And I realized in that moment, I totally undervalued myself and clearly I could have asked for more. And so after I go to the East coast, the feedback was so great. Um, another office asked me to come out and I said, well, um, it's going to be business class travel and $5,000. And then they said, um, okay, well, we want you to speak for two hours. And then I just immediately went, Oh, well then that's going to be 10. And I just, it just came out of my face and right. I said, okay, that's great. And I'm like, wow. So now that's not all my fee, but I wouldn't have known that. Right. <laughs> not really went through that process. And so I think it's really, really important to just, just because you were getting paid something before doesn't mean you can't ask for more later. Um, especially if you start seeing that. So don't, don't have what you were paid in the past 
be the benchmark to what you're asking for in the future. Yeah, and um, and, it, and then I mean, and be open to, to negotiation. And in your case, you didn't even have to negotiate. And no. um, and I agree to be specific about you know what you need to. One of the I've had many big time speakers in this in the studio who get in that mm-hmm. range and up to twenty five thirty grand a year. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, a speech. And they yeah. um, one guy said to me. The time that you say you'll do it for free is when you'll be your green room is going to be the janitor's closet. Like if you don't value yourself and think you're worthy of um, being paid and paid well and taken care of and getting, you know, a nice ticket and a nice place to stay. uh, And we're not talking, you know, everything's got to be five star, but just, you know, like you said, business class and a a fair wage. He said that when you when you don't value yourself then that's when you're going to be getting ready. And oh, can you just change in the janitor's closet? (laughs) So that really stuck with me. Hey, I want to make sure. Charlene, that people uh, yeah. you know where to go for more information, how to reach Northwestern Mutual, and you know get in touch with all the experts we've been having on the program. Um, yeah, so uh, nm.com or northwestmutual.com, and then if you want to specifically reach out to myself and my team, uh, it would just be planningwithcharlene.com. Planningwithcharlene.com and northwesternmutual.com. Wow, that was a great interview. Thank you so much, Charlene. <laughs> you are so welcome. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin on AM670 KLTT. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.